Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Join us this week as Maggie and her grandpa, Wayne Gray, share our morning meditations for us. Good morning and welcome to your morning meditation for May 18th. Um, I'm back with Granddad and we are super excited to get to share with you guys some thoughts on today's devotion. Um, Today's devotion is number 138 and it's entitled, Quit Thinking the Battle for Your Heart Will Be a Fair Fight. The scripture for today is 1 Samuel 17, 10 through 11, saying this. The Philistines said, This day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Don't you, guys, don't you just love the story of David and Goliath? David is the superhero of the little guys. He was a young boy with seven older brothers, and he looked after the family's sheep. He protected them from wild predators with a slingshot. As a kid, I always thought that was boss. Still do, actually. David's people were at war with the Philistines, and the Philistines were led by a warrior named Goliath. I know you've heard of this guy. He was built like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, was as tall as your house, and had the latest battle gear. Every day, more than 40, every day more than 40 days, Goliath taunted the Israelites, asking if anyone had the courage to fight him. One day, when David came to deliver food to his brothers, David heard the challenge. You know how the story goes. The battle for our hearts can feel a lot like David versus Goliath. It seems like evil stacks the odds against us. Here's why. Evil never plays by the rules. Do I have what it takes, we wonder? but God is with us. Am I strong enough? Remember, we rely on God's strength, not ours. God has already won. Take a breath. There's nothing left to win. Deep down, you probably have some sense of who God made you to be. An artist, a politician, a pastor, a coach, a CEO, a mom, or whatever. Evil's great scheme is that it wants to squash who you were made to be, like Goliath thought he'd squash David. Don't give in and don't give up. Just reach into your pocket. I bet you'll find God has slipped in a few stones for you. What giant is facing you right now? I love the way that Bob puts things into perspective. Um, The way that he called David the superhero of the little guys. I think that that's um, just such great imagery. And I think that he um, had it spot on when he said that there's nothing left to win because we serve a God that has already won the battle and now he is chasing after our hearts because he wants to be in relationship with us. I think that it's really, really easy to forget um, that we can rely on God's strength and God is the one that gives us strength to get through and to um, to live into the things that he's called us to be, the pastor, the CEO, the mom. Um, and I think that it's really important that we do remember that that is strength that God has given us and that we get our strength from God and it's not something that we have to derive on our own. Um, And I I also think that community is a really important aspect of where we get our strength from. And so I I really loved um, 
just a lot of the imagery that Bob gave in today's devotion. But, Granddad, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I'd like to tell you, Maggie, a story about your Nana. She, as you know, is a super quiet person <laughs> and is in the background a lot. And when I worked with the teens when we were young and, and your Aunt Stacy was just a baby, we worked with the teens a lot. And I taught the senior high Sunday school class, and then it was grades 9 through 12. And the room I had wasn't just real big, but it was full and kind of bursting at the seams. And the largest group we had was freshmen. And so there was another room. And so the Sunday school superintendent said, we need to split out the ninth graders and put them in the other room. And that way you'll both have more room, but we need a teacher for the ninth graders. And Faye had never taught a Sunday school class in her life. I would never do anything without Faye in the room sitting by me. She seldom ever said a word, but just her presence there was a great encouragement to me. Well, back then, <clears throat> we did the promotion from grade, you know, when you become a ninth grader. We did it in May, even though they weren't going to actually be ninth graders until September. Well, we couldn't find anybody that, would, that was willing to teach that class. So one day I approached Faye and I said, Faye, why don't you do it? And she was absolutely floored and appalled that I would even ask her. <laughs> and I asked maybe twice, not much more than that, because I already knew that she's a stubborn little quiet lady and that if she'd made up her mind, there was no need to go on at her. So about a week passed after I asked her the last time and finally she says to me, well, I have prayed about it, and I'm going to have to take that class, and I am scared to death, but the Lord has made it clear that I need to do that, and so I tried to encourage her. Well, right after that, we go back to our hometown, and we were having a barbecue with all her family there, and her two older brothers were there, and she tells them that she's going to teach a freshman, a high school freshman Sunday school class. And both her brothers, being brothers, go, you can't do that, Faye. You've never done anything like that. You can't do that. Well, that just caused the fear to rise up even more in her heart and stuff. And on the long drive back home, she began to express to me about, what have you done to me? If you hadn't have brought that up and I hadn't have prayed about it, I wouldn't be in this position. It's going to be a terrible thing. But she did it because she felt like God had laid it on her heart. And within six months' time, her freshman class had grown so big that they had to take my class and put it in the smaller room and put her freshman class in the bigger room. Oh. That was just a little bit of a blow to my ego, <laughs> I must admit. She finished out the year, made some great friendships, impacted some lives, and but when the year was done, she said, in effect, I have faced my giant. Aww. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. And one neat little sad kind of good footnote to the story is that there was this young one man, young one young man in her class when he was a freshman, and he had never been in church, never been schooled. He started coming there because his sister had married into our church, and she was active in the church now, and she wanted him to come to church. So he started coming because his older sister wanted him to. <laughs> this, the month after Faye quit teaching that class, he was in a car wreck. 
and he got killed. And his sister at his funeral came up to Faith and hugged her and said, he accepted the Lord as his Savior sometime while he was in your class, and he told me about it. I thank you so much for your ministry. So God used Faith by facing her giants. She had at least an impact on where one young man spent eternity. Faye had some stones in her pocket that God put there that she didn't know about. Absolutely. Well, that story is such an encouragement. And if you ever have met my Nana, um, have had the opportunity, um, she is super, super quiet. So I do know that that, is, that was probably um, definitely a big giant to face. But I, I think that her boldness um, in, in doing so when, when asked by the Lord is such an encouragement. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Well, to close us out, let's pray, and then um, you guys have a really awesome day. But, dear Jesus, I thank you so much um, for your strength and for the way that we um, have a community supporting us, um, even when we are facing our giants and when we're not sure if we can do it, um, people that can speak into our lives that can say, um, like, God has called you, and because of the strength that um, the Lord has given you, you can complete this task. And I pray that we would be those people for other people in our lives today. Um, and I pray that we would honor you in all that we say and do. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.